Welcome to the second season of the Gutsy Health Podcast with Shanique Roney and Gina Warfel, where we share uncomplicated, practical, and affordable wellness education so you can be a self-healing champion. This episode is brought to you by the Gutsy Health Membership Program, a program that gives you inexpensive tools and resources to heal your mind, body, and soul. Visit our website at mygutsyhealth.com. Hey listeners, the new Gutsy Health Academy is finally open for enrollment. If you are sick and tired of being sick and tired, and if you're ready to feel empowered over your healing journey, but you're unsure of what it takes or where to even begin, then we have the solution for you as the new Gutsy Health Academy teaches you step-by-step what it takes to support your body from the root up using the order of healing, science, coaches, and group coursework. Enrollment for this year's Gutsy Health Academy cohort starts April 11th and closes May 28th. We won't be starting our next cohort until next year. So make sure to jump in now to join the gutsy revolution and to help us bring health to the world by bringing health to yourselves and families first. For more info, go to mygutsyhealth.com. Hey, you guys, welcome back to the Gutsy Health Podcast. I have my co-host Gina Warfel with me, and we have a very special guest, Jasmine Dulin. She is actually a Gutsy Health member. She's a self-healing advocate and champion, and she's had quite the healing journey. And the reason why we are bringing people on like Jasmine is because her story is your story. And we want people to feel empowered that they can become self-healers and they can find answers. You don't have to have a medical degree. You don't have to have all these fancy letters behind your name to know something about your body. You are entitled to know how to heal and you are entitled to information and empowerment around how your body works and how to work with your body. So Jasmine, welcome. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to talk to you guys. Yeah. Will you tell listeners, tell us your story. Like what is your healing journey? What does it look like? Okay, well, it's been a long road so far, but I grew up, my mom was always really into food as medicine and using things from the earth to help you feel good. And so I was always kind of familiar with that life. And nonetheless, I ate the standard American diet pretty Mm -hmm. much growing up. And when I, right when I finished college, I started getting all these weird health symptoms and same it was, it was, <laughs> it's funny how like stress and bad same. food equals like terrible health all right same. and my mom yeah. was also really crunchy you know so oh. it's so to all the parents out there right now of children like don't worry they'll come back so yeah, yeah. <laughs> keep going right exactly <laughs> keep well, going though i'm sorry so i started getting all these weird health symptoms and it was things like i was no longer able to sleep through the night I would get up and go to the bathroom like literally three to 10 times a night. And I just started feeling worse and worse. I wasn't able to do as much exercise because I was really injury prone, like tendonitis Mm. and stuff. Like, this is weird. I haven't been like this my whole life. What's going on? And so slowly but surely over the next couple of years, my health started to decline a lot. And I went to doctors, they would do blood tests. And it was always like, Oh, you know, just lose weight and everything will be fine. And I wasn't right. very, I was mm-hmm. only like a couple of pounds overweight. I was like 135 or 140 at that mm-hmm. time. But I started to gain more weight as I was not as able to do exercise and stuff. So that was just weird. No doctors seemed to have any clue whatsoever what could be going on with me. It wasn't that they suggested a healthy diet, it mm-hmm. was that they just said lose weight at mm-hmm. whatever cost. So time goes on. I had a really stressful job when we moved to Virginia and it was actually like an emotionally abusive job situation. Mm. So I was so stressed out about that. Always, always stressed. And it was to the point where I'd get home and I had used up all my niceness at work. And so I'd be so mean to my poor husband. Jasmine, your story is my story. Like, oh my gosh, I'm not kidding. I had an emotionally abusive boss and it was like the sickest I ever was. Like I was so Uh sick. I couldn't tolerate anything. I was getting headaches all the time. I was grumpy and depressed. And I just thought, keep going though. Because again, stress is so hard on the body. Like people need to know this, right? So keep going, keep going. I think that this is just like a little side note, but it's probably one of the most significant aspects of my healing journey is understanding that a lot of people think of 
mental health and physical health as two completely distinct Mm -hmm. things. Mm -hmm. And there are plenty of people, even though we've come so far in awareness of mental health, there are plenty of people who don't even give any credence to mental health. They say, oh, you know, that's not even real. They Mm -hmm. just suck it up and power through, you know, you know what? Your brain is part of your body. Mm-hmm. Did you ever think of that? Right. <laughs> so right. Well, and everything. About- and I always say, like, your brain is like it's the thermostat to the house, right? Your thoughts oh. controls the brain and the like. Vice, like they, you know, scientists don't know what came first, the chicken or the egg. What is it? The thoughts that create the brain chemicals, or the brain chemicals that create the thoughts? You know, I don't think it matters. But really, like your brain, your mental well-being, it's the thermostat. So it's creating the ambiance for the rest of the body. So if you are thinking toxic thoughts or damaging thoughts or you're highly stressed or that is going to send out a chemical cascade to the rest of your body and create inflammation and dis-ease and dysfunction. And so, you know, yes, like I used to think healing was 80% food, 20% mindset. Now I'm close to like 50-50. You know what I mean? It's like they are equal. It's like yin and yang. Absolutely. It's one of those things where you can't reach 100% without one or the other. Mm -hmm. They just work together completely. And when I would be at work with all this, so much stress and the emotional abuse and everything, as soon as one stressful thing would start to happen, I could literally feel my body starting to swell up and become inflamed. Same. And Mm -hmm. For a time, I was like, am I just imagining this? Am I just really wimpy? What's going on here? But no, it's because we know that cortisol and stress hormones are extremely inflammatory. It's just Mm -hmm. a fact. Mm -hmm. Yes. And so there was that aspect of my life. And also, you know, striving to achieve the ideal body. I was like, okay, if I just work out a little harder, I can lose weight a little harder. And that led me to, I was lifting and doing an hour of cardio six days a week. Mm. And let's be honest, even for like really good athletes, that's a lot. Mm -hmm. That is a lot. Yeah. And I I was your poor adrenals. I wasn't really nourishing myself properly. I wasn't eating horribly, but it certainly wasn't what I needed to be eating. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. Because you know, it takes time and energy to chop all those veggies. Mm -hmm. So that went on and on for a couple of years. And one day I woke up and my body just wouldn't do it. I just wow. said, nope. I don't know if it was just all the inflammation and physical pain I was in, or if it was that combined with the depression I was experiencing. So you were experiencing just, depression for several years or was it like a year? Like, what was it? You know what? My whole entire life, I've struggled with really bad anxiety. Mm -hmm. When I was in eighth grade, I remember in the morning before school, I'd get so anxious that I would throw up. And Mm -hmm. so that it kind of ebbed and flowed and it has evolved over time. And so by the time I was post-college, early 20s adult, it was manifesting itself in different ways. So I would get really anxious Mm -hmm. about like seeing my family or something Mm -hmm. like that. But I, for me the depression was one of those sneaky things where it never just, it wasn't like turning on a light switch or turning off the light switch. It crept up on me over years. And I never realized how bad it was until around this time period. And I was listening to a podcast where somebody talked about his experience with depression and taking medication and stuff. And I was like, Oh, maybe I need some help. In that time, I learned about the term suicidal ideation, Mm. and that means you don't necessarily have a plan to end your life, but you wouldn't be terribly disappointed if you happened to get in a car crash and die, because that would make the everyday slog be gone. Yeah. So when I I learned that there was a word for what What you're experiencing. Wow. And so, yes, Mm. that was part of my experience as well. And you know, another thing we know is that inflammation, brain inflammation is at the root of a lot of those things too. And so the mental pain, the physical pain I was experiencing, all of this stuff. So you, where were you experiencing pain? Because you said one day you woke up and your body just said no. What was that? No. Was it just all over pain? And if like, was it arthritic pain? Like, tell us a little bit more about what you were experiencing. So I would say it was all over pain, but there was a lot of it focused in 
my back and my hips. Mm. And I had been, I can't believe I forgot to leave this out. I left this out. This is probably one of the biggest parts of my story. I had been to a rheumatologist Mm. and she said, okay, let's test you for rheumatoid arthritis because that's a really, really common thing. Yeah. I said, okay. So she looks at my blood work and she says, all right, well, your rheumatoid factor is, well, the chart only goes up to 650 and it just says over 650. Wow. And I said, okay, what's normal? And she said, zero to 13. Oh my gosh. Okay. And how old were you? Um, 20. 3 or 24. Wow. And I was just you're like, little. Literal oh, heck you're is like going a baby. On. And so, and she's like, well, you have a lot of the markers for rheumatoid arthritis, but like you don't have some. So I'm not super sure if you have rheumatoid arthritis or what. And I'm like, all I know is that my body hurts. hurts. So mm-hmm. basically, when I call it have, or when I have a flare up or something, it basically just feels like my body weighs 900 pounds. Mm-hmm. And if I sit down, I'm going to fall asleep. Mm-hmm. And, oh boy, is it's not a good time. And I learned right. early on that some things make me feel really bad and it's usually diet related. Mm-hmm. And I learned that some things you can cheat on a little bit. Like if you're craving a cookie, okay, <laughs> cookie once in a while but I cannot cheat on dairy, Mm. dairy. Like if I have the equivalent of one slice of cheese, I will be just so sore and exhausted for up to two weeks. Yeah. It's cuckoo bananas. How much dairy. Could you imagine trying to do like, let's say like keto, which is very dairy heavy, right? Like, and you're trying to lose Um, weight, you're doing like a keto diet, which is tons of dairy, but then you're feeling like inflamed and exhausted and mm -hmm. what a battle weight loss would feel like in that state. Right. Well, that's actually, I was kind of doing that because I was at one point when I was lifting a lot, I was counting my macros and I was like, Oh, cheese, that's a great source mm-hmm. of right. you know, protein. Like that's cheese right. is okay. My no carb. Is okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. And so I was just, everything that you can do wrong to make yourself more inflamed is what I was doing. Oh, was right. And so even though I didn't get like a firm diagnosis on the rheumatoid arthritis, I realized pretty quickly, it doesn't really matter what autoimmune disease I have because I don't want to take these nasty drugs. And so what I want to try to do is tackle it with diet and exercise. And so regardless of what I have, it's based on inflammation and I just need to eat an anti-inflammatory diet. So this is already all circulating through my brain. So where did you Um, learn all of this about anti-inflammatory diets? Like how did like... When did you get to a point where you were like, I need to change something. Where do I go? You know what? I, it might have already been on my radar Mm -hmm. because this stuff has always interested me. Mm -hmm. I've always been, even before I discovered the Gutsy Health podcast, Mm -hmm. I was aware of this stuff. Like my mom, one time I had like a gum infection and my mom was like, all right, slice a piece of garlic mm-hmm. and put it on there. And shoot, and, yep. Mm-hmm. And like, okay, well, you're not feeling good. I'll, I'll make you like, I'll make you some homemade ginger tea with fresh ginger. Mm-hmm. And so Aww. I always had this like awareness of the anti-inflammatory diet and inflammation and yeah. stuff. Now I also listen to a lot of other functional health podcasts. Like I listen to Chris Kresser. Mm-hmm. I listen He's to great. Dr. Hyman. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. These guys are so awesome. Yeah. Also, I have to suggest it's Tony Robbins' new book, Life Force. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. I have to suggest this book Ooh. to you guys. You will like it. Okay. Um, but I actually, I was starting to tell Gina before, I discovered the Gutsy Health podcast totally randomly at exactly the time I needed it. Amazing. And it's randomly caught up with a friend that I hadn't spoken to in like 10 years and I think he happened to own the podcasting business that you were using at the time. No way. Um, um, Dinkle. Was it John Dinkle yes, and John? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yes. And so they told you about the podcast. Yeah. And oh, my like, gosh. I was like, hey, what are you up to? What are you doing? And he's like, oh, I, I do a Japanese language podcast. And I was like, oh, what other podcasts do you do with your company? And he said, Gutsy Health, blah, blah, blah. And I said, oh, that's 
that's right up my alley. Mm-hmm. And it was that's right when so I was rad. really, really struggling because this, okay, there are like two rheumatologists in Northern Virginia. And the one I went to, she's cuckoo bananas. She <laughs> screamed at me. And oh my she's like this old foreign lady. And she screamed at me in her office because I like was scared to take methotrexate, which mm-hmm. is an immunosuppressant. It's what they use to treat rheumatoid arthritis. Mm-hmm. It like shuts off your immune system so that it doesn't create inflammation. Yeah. And I was like, that sounds scary. I don't want to do that. It also happens to be the drug that they give you if you need to, for a medical reason, cause a miscarriage. So, so like, Mm. just knowing that, do you actually want to put that in your body? Yeah, no No way. Absolutely not. And so, so this doctor is like yelling at me and like, don't you want to feel better? You're not going to feel better unless you take this horrible, nasty drug. And the funny thing is she Diet and exercise should be the first thing that they say to you about yeah. arthritis. Yeah. She didn't even mention it. Yeah. So I was really at a low point. I was so depressed. And, you know, as how old were you at this time? People, hmm? How old Sorry. were you at this time? Oh, I want to say it was 2017. So let's what am I now? I'm 30. So, I so 25. 25. OK. All right. Still young. So, mm hmm still young Mm -hmm. and like really young. And this rheumatologist said, Oh, you have the body of a 60 year old lady. Yes. I do feel that way. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Yes. I know. Thank you. (laughs) I'm living in it. Thanks. I I was told at 20 that I would need like back surgery by the time I was 30. Cause like my back was so bad and they were like, yeah, you have an old person back. And I'm like, Oh, and oh, guess what? Like I'm, I'm 34 and like my back's fine. You know, like yeah, all the pain's right. gone because exactly. I changed my diet. Cause I stopped stressing and drinking chocolate milk every day, you know? So, oh so um, okay. You know, so I've got to say mm-hmm. the BYU chocolate milk. Oh, the creamery. The cho- it's the best chocolate milk on the freaking planet. Even better than that is. true moose stuff. Like, Oh yeah. Don't take me there. Don't take me there. I no. will drink chocolate milk. Um, I still have a sweet tooth. Okay. <laughs> but okay. So, so then find out like you're those, that numbers through the roof. She yells at you for not taking that drug. And then you meet with John and he tells you about the podcast. And then, uh-huh. then what happens? So the first thing I did, I binged the podcast. Oh my gosh. And I just fell in love with you guys and hearing about your story and how Tristan had a, like a really bad experience with the doctors at the hospital. And you guys were like, all right, we're going to figure it out on our own mm-hmm. then. Yeah. And it made me feel so empowered Aww. because I had been so depressed and just yeah. not doing well at all. And it just, I was like, well, heck, if they can do it, I then can I do can it. Do it. Yes. <laughs> you don't have to. I like, I forget this. And I think everyone else forgets this, but like doctors aren't God. You no. don't have to listen to everything they say. No, you don't. You can learn things on your own yes. and you make your own choices based on what yes. they tell you and what you've researched. Yes. And, and I was like, Oh, Oh yeah, I can do this. Mm-hmm. And so The first thing I did, and like I said, I already had a lot of awareness about eating healthier ways. And I love to bake. I love to cook. Those are probably my two biggest talents. And I already had tried kind of like, not experimental, but just like different ways of baking things. And so I already had a lot of the stuff in my pantry. I already Mm -hmm. had arrowroot powder. I already keep fresh ginger on hand. Mm -hmm. And so when I started learning about, I didn't join, I didn't sign up for the Gutsy Health membership right away, but mm-hmm. you know, you're always posting recipes on your Instagram yeah. and stuff. So I was like, I'm going to try a couple recipes. I'll, I'll see how these are. Mm-hmm. And the first big thing I did though, was cut down on the amount of sugar I eat because mm-hmm. boy, do I have Amazing. a sweet tooth. I yes. probably have, we all do. I have, we all do. Mm-hmm. It's just right. how bad. Work. Yeah. But let me tell you, if I could, I'd eat only brownie sundays all day. Oh my day. gosh. Right. Um, my grandma taught me how to bake. Baking has always been like my mental therapy. Mm-hmm. And when I was in college, that's how I made friends. I would just 
bake up a storm on Sundays and offer it to all the boys. Aww. And so and girls my too. brownies <laughs> bring all the boys to the yard. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I was been known for baking. Uh-huh. And I was like, is that something I'm gonna have to give up mm-hmm. if I really, you know, if I join Gutsy Health or if I take my diet more seriously, am I gonna have mm-hmm. to give up baking? And so what I realized really quick is that Jeanique's recipes are so good. So good. Holy, holy. I know. And let's see. Um, you did <laughs> Thank the you. book Holiday Treats. It's so good, huh? It's so good. We'll, we'll put and the link in the show notes like, for people. But yeah, my holiday oh, yeah. treats book is phenomenal. Thank you. <laughs> so yummy. And I love all those holiday spices too. And what I hadn't realized, cinnamon is anti-inflammatory. Mm-hmm. Ginger is super anti-inflammatory. So all those yummy holiday comforting spices are yeah. so good for you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And like and making brownies so you're with just avocados. In, in recipes. And then, and then what kind of led you, what was the next breadcrumb on your, on your path of learning? So for me, it's like one breadcrumb at a time. Some people like to really jump all into a program and just go really hard. But for me, I get overwhelmed super yes. quick. So I've heard you guys say something similar too. like it can be beneficial for a lot of people to make small conquerable goals. And then once you get comfortable, move on to the next goal. Mm -hmm. Like, so the first thing I did was cutting down my amount of sugar. And so what I would do is I would make like the almond flour chocolate chip cookies or, and just have like one or two little tiny ones in the afternoon when I got my sweets craving after lunch. And at first, maybe for a week, it was hard. But you know Mm -hmm. what? This is crazy coming from me, the girl with the biggest sweet tooth in the whole world. Mm -hmm. I am telling you, it does become easier. And my husband was like, "Mm, Jasmine, that's something that thin people say. I was like, I swear, I swear, if you start, if you really cut down on your sugar, it really does get easier and you don't crave it nearly as much. And I started craving veggies mm-hmm. yeah. did you oh, crave your green here. smoothies like did you do, ever do the green smoothies I and start craving those totally do yes totally all the members say it. that so for listeners mm-hmm. that are listening in the gutsy membership you get these meal plans right and every meal plan has like a green smoothie in the morning and the first month everyone's like who hawing it they're like Mah, i don't like this and then the second month everyone's like i love my green smoothies where's my green smoothie right like it grows on you your yes. taste buds change your body starts to crave it. I mean, as we're podcasting right now, I'm just like downing my green smoothie. Oh, you have I yours too. Oh, yay. Mine, mine was a little more purple today. It was a little blueberry heavy, but I love that. My, mine's always very lemon heavy. And so mine's very oh, lemony and gingery. It's lemon and ginger. I always oh put lemon God. and ginger in mine and then turmeric root. And mm, it's so good. Every single day, people think I'm a psycho, but I'll put like an entire thumbs worth yeah. of ginger in my Heck yeah. Same. Wow, that's spicy, isn't it? It's so good. It's, it's a little, it's too much ginger for most people, mm-hmm. but I am not most people. Yeah, it's that's so awesome. yummy and it's so yeah. anti-inflammatory. Okay. So, so you started like your, so your husband was like, that's something thin people say. And then you started craving the smoothies and then oh, yeah. what next happened? So what was I, the next brownie bite? Yes. <laughs> the brownie <Yeah>. bite. <laughs> we'll call it a blueberry <laughs> bite. The breadcrumb. <laughs> the next avocado brownie bite. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, so, um, let's see. I think, oh, so I think I kind of started chatting with Jonique and Tristan and somehow they kind of let me in the group without really letting me in the group. Like I, (sighs) they had me on like the Facebook page and we used to use this app to chat all the members and stuff. Mm -hmm. So so like I kind of snuck my way in Mm -hmm. a little bit and good for you. um, (laughs) and, And I started like really enjoying the community and talking to people. And I swear, like, Jonique and Tristan, they have their own thing going on, but they would never hesitate to look stuff up for me Mm. and answer all my questions. And seriously, you know how really rich people pay to have their own personal medical professional. Mm -hmm. I felt like it was that only way better. (laughs) (laughs) And I just loved how like you guys, I don't know, every question I had, you guys would answer for me. 
And so I was growing my knowledge and you also suggested other health podcasts to me. So I was just devouring so much more knowledge about anti-inflammatory and all this stuff. And I was also at the same time getting into kind of mental health podcasts. Like Mm -hmm. I really loved 10% Happier with Dan Harris Mm -hmm. and he talks to all different meditation experts and just about life and stuff. And that really helped me change my way of thinking and it really helped me stress less. And so I'm doing that. I'm working on my mental health. I was going to a therapist. I also, I want to note that I did start taking antidepressants at a certain time. And I'm so and glad you I, said that because there's no shame around that, right? Like that, no, like I, that saves lives. It saves lives. Yeah, exactly. And I, it was interesting because I had heard that it helps for fibromyalgia pain mm. or certain brands do. The, mm-hmm. And so I took a generic of Cymbalta, which is known to help fibromyalgia. And mm-hmm. so that was the whole reason I was taking it. I didn't realize how bad my depression was. But about two weeks when it started kicking in, it was so weird because I remember I was actually watching Star Wars for the first time and there was a scene on some planet and there was really like uh, vibrantly green grass. And I was just like, (gasps) when it comes to my natural healthy medicine cabinet, there's always staples in there. Active skin repair being one of them. Not only is it medical-grade support for your body's natural healing processes, but active skin repair is also non-toxic, clinically proven, and can be used for a variety of skin issues, such as cuts, scrapes, minor burns, and so much more. It's rare to find something that is this potent, but without the harsh and unnatural chemicals. Give active skin repair a try and use the code GUTSY for 20% off. You will also get free shipping with that discount. It almost, I got choked up because the grass was so green and beautiful. And And you were so moved by it. I was so moved by it, but I hadn't had the capacity to feel that moved feeling for years. So it really struck me like as a surprise. And also at this time was when the new Queer Eye show on Netflix came Mm -hmm. out. And that, I don't know if you guys have watched that, but it's very Mm -mm. sweet. It's, it's sweet so sweet. Mm-hmm. It's so sweet. And it's all about Those are all the hard love strings. You, love yourself for you and mm-hmm. figure out your best quality and bring it out and just be amazing and love yourself so you can love everyone else. And so I also was watching that at the time and I got, oh my gosh, so emotional about it. And, but it was like for years, there had been this bear sitting on my head. And finally, the bear just decided to get up and walk away. And I was like, holy smokes. And so that was a big help for me, too. Can can I mention something to that? So I'm actually starting a ketamine clinic pretty soon just because it helps with mental health and wellness so much. But my brother was like, that's really off brand for you, Janique, because that's a drug. Like that's a medical, medically prescribed medication and Mm -hmm. treatment. And I'm like, yes, but if it works phenomenally, you need to use it. Right. And they're like, well, that's not a natural food and that's not a supplement and that's not a hurt. I'm like, I don't care if it works. You use it. And ketamine therapy is phenomenal. It is saving lives. It is changing neural pathways. It's healing people's brains. Right. And like as in the order of healing, mindset is number one. If the control panel, if the thermostat to the house is not working, the house is too hot or too cold, you know. So, yes, like if you need it, use it and have no shame around that. So sorry, mm-hmm. keep going. It's a tool. Mm-hmm. It's a tool. And I, at this time, I'm still using or taking the, anti- using, that's, that makes it sound like a bad drug. I'm still taking the antidepressants and I would love for there to come a day where I don't have to take them. Mm-hmm. I'm not currently at the point where I'm going to try and go off them yeah. and see what happens, but it's one of the tools in my arsenal. So you know, having the burst of energy that comes with not being horribly depressed anymore. I was that, that was the right timing too. When, because, you know, starting the gutsy health membership, it's kind of, there's kind of a lot of work you got to put in. You have to, first of all, you got to throw out all the garbage in your pantry, (laughs) (laughs) which I already had the right things in my pantry. I just Mm -hmm. had to get rid of the wrong wrong things things. because let's be honest, if the Oreos are there, you're You're going to eat them. You're going to eat them. Yep. And, but 
one of my worries. So my husband, he, he is a very, uh, when I met him, he was like, Oh yeah, I bought a steak at the creamery and I barely mm-hmm. warmed it on each side. And that was my dinner. Uh-huh. And now I'm going to go to McDonald's. Mm-hmm. And, but now he's more like, Oh honey, that was great quinoa. Do you want to oh. <laughs> oh my gosh. How did, how did you convert him? Because there's probably a lot of women that are just like, yeah, my yeah. husband's the steak and potatoes guy too. Like, yeah, what did no you do? Way. He'll never do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Okay. So I was super scared. I was like, he does not like vegetables. He won't eat a salad. But I, I realized it's not the vegetables he hates. It's like his mom. Okay. Never mind. No, she'll never listen to this. So <laughs> his, his mom is not the most amazing chef when it comes to vegetables uh-huh. oh, she she can make a mean right. cookie. she can make a mean cookie yeah she can make a like mean canned cookie. green beans and steamed brussels sprouts <laughs> yes yes um but you know what like and you know what it's hard to be good at cooking veggies it's mm-hmm. hard <laughs> you right. have to know like exactly you know the the right if, if you say you want to like roast some Brussels sprouts, you have to yeah. the right temperature, the right amount of time, yeah. the right amount of like avocado oil to put mm-hmm. on them or whatever. Let's um, change that story. Gonna... It's not hard to, to cook. Veg- Let's change that story, right? Oh, yeah. It's not hard Let's to cook vegetables. That. Just follow a recipe. <laughs> and the more recipes yeah. you follow, the yes. better you're going to become. It's actually very right. easy. So people it's that are listening. It's very easy. Yeah. So, so just follow the recipes. And then as you like yeah. practice, because it's kind of like playing a piano. You know, and so uh-huh. if you just follow the notes, like eventually you're going to be composing. Not even that hard either. It's not even that hard. <laughs> you exactly. Know, it takes a lot. That's of true. Effort. That is true. I feel like it's more like putting together an IKEA table, right? Yes. Like, this, year, this year, this year, and you're done. Exactly. Exactly. That's a really good analogy, mm-hmm. actually, though, because if you're just smashing piano keys, yeah, you're probably not going to have a great result. Yeah. But if you just follow the sheet music mm-hmm. it's going to be beautiful right exactly so follow a recipe and right. that's what happened with me so before i wasn't good at cooking veggies and then when i started getting the meal planners i was like all right i'm gonna try this mm-hmm. and it was like oh my gosh this is amazing Yay. and the crazy thing is it's your the meal planners are geared towards like I'm assuming they're geared towards really busy moms who have like 30 minutes to cook dinner and they Mm -hmm. have five kids running around being crazy. And they're like, Oh my gosh, how am I going to feed them something healthy? Okay. Let's, let's just make this recipe. And they're really simple. Some of the ingredients you might have to go search for a little bit, but you know, at like sprouts or whole foods, they've got it, you know, Mm -hmm. and like cocoa aminos. I love those. They're so good. Or Amazon. Um, You can have Amazon just deliver it to you, you know, like yeah, exactly. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the recipes are very simple. Most of them are very quick. If you do it the way you suggest, like get your smoothie bags ready for the whole week, all in one day. It's not like, Oh, every single morning I have to chop all this stuff for Mm -hmm. my smoothie and it takes me 30 minutes. No, it's just five seconds. Throw it in the blender. You're good. Done. So When I started making the recipes, my husband was like, this is really good. Mm. And I was like, do you have any idea how many veggies are in this, Jeff? <laughs> and he's like, no. so the one, um, the one I'm thinking of right now is the uh, zucchini noodle carbonara, mm. where you like, it's basically it's like so good. And onions and you blend it up. And it's like, you have no idea. This sauce is literally just mushrooms. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my gosh. I need to make that. I haven't made that one in so long. Oh, this is my favorite. You have to make it this I'm, week. I'm going to make so it this week. Oh my really? gosh. I need to post it and on my stories. Cashews, they make a perfect sauce. I know. <gasps> cashews are phenomenal. They're one of my most favorite foods. Cashews. Mm-hmm. So, um, okay. So keep going. <laughs> so the cabanera. Yeah. And then, the, the other funny thing is I was a little bit picky. And so some of the recipes I saw and I was like, oh, salmon with parsley pesto and cauliflower rice. I was it's like, so good. Well, I guess I'll try it. And now, oh my gosh, if mm-hmm. it's like, okay, my Xbox gamer tag, like my username on Xbox uh-huh. is parsley pesto. No, um, no way. Parsley. No way! I love that. Oh, parsley pesto. I love that. Parsley pesto in the universe, and it's so funny because oh I, 
I looked at the recipe and I thought, ew, but no, it is the most amazing phenomenal recipe. I've, so oh I was like, gosh. all right, I am all in. Mm-hmm. And so and it's one of those things that you got to put your mind aside yes. to telling you like, no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. You just got to like go and just do it. Just go yeah, and just, just try you know, it. And just wow what, yourself. You know, what the heck is the harm in trying? Exactly. There's, mm-hmm. you know, worst case scenario, you don't love a meal. Well, you just don't make that one yeah. again, you know? Yeah. And so. Totally. So I started off, like I said, I'm a one thing at a time person. So I started off just doing gutsy recipes a couple times a week, but then it got to the point where I was making them all the time. And I think I was just doing the simple menu, but Mm -hmm. you know, it's just me and my husband. So it was more than enough food for us. And it was awesome. And I got the beef sticks. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I love my beef sticks. And I just, so things over time, things became easier and easier. And so it used to be that when I'd have a quote unquote bad day and I don't like using moralizing language with food. I like how Mm. you guys say fun fun food food, Mm -hmm. and then like nourishing food. Yeah. Healing (laughs) food, fun food. Yes. Mm -hmm. Healing food and fun food because you know what? I don't need to beat myself up if I decide that it's worth it to me to eat half a batch of brownies because guess what? The brownies are going to beat me up bad enough, Mm -hmm. but And when Jeff has a really, really stressed out day and he's like, you know what, Jasmine, I really just need to order a pizza today. I'm like, okay, but I don't want you to sit there and say, I'm destroying my body. I want you to sit there and enjoy Mm -hmm. the heck out of that pizza. And be like, I'm in choice right now and I'm choosing pizza and I'm fully, fully in choice. Yes. I'm fully aware of this, but like also be mindful about it because you want to get the benefits that are going to come from having a really awesome mm-hmm. pizza experience. Mm-hmm. And you right. don't want all the negative yeah. aspects that will come with beating yourself up about right. it because because that could cause even more inflammation. Exactly. exactly. The stress exactly. around eating the bad food can be just mm-hmm. as toxic as eating the bad food all by itself, you know? So, uh-huh. yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so, you know, over time, just doing a little more and a little more. Oh, like I was saying, So there was a time when a bad day for me, I would, you know, devour half a pan of brownies. Mm -hmm. But as time went on and I just incorporated more healing foods, they kind of crowded out the bad foods. And so I think I remember (gasps) texting you guys one day and saying, oh my gosh, I just had like a crazy, I just ate all my feelings, but it was a banana with peanut butter. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like, and for me, that was crazy because I used the bad peanut butter, you know, mm-hmm. with all the sugar and hydrogenated oils. Yes. And so like, that's really different for me to do the bare minimum. Now I'm doing so much more and every single little tiny choice I make, it adds up. It's really easy for people to feel like, oh man, I ate a fun food today. I had a piece of cake at a birthday party. So the whole day is wasted. I might as well Mm. eat the giant chocolate cake from Matilda, you Mm. know, or I did one bad thing or I missed one workout. I might, the whole week is just gone and it's so easy to beat ourselves up, but just remember like, no, the whole day isn't gone. You can, Mm -hmm. you know, still make the rest of the day a great day. Um, The little good choices add up. I love the 80, 20 rule of like 80% healthy food and 20% fun food. That's kind of where I sit like every night Mm -hmm. after my veggies and protein and healthy fats. I'm like, yeah, let me get a little acai bite here or like some chocolate covered raspberries or, you know, like whatever. Like, let me just do my little bite and then I'm done. You know, it's not like I'm gorging myself, but I'm like, yeah, I got my eight servings of vegetables today. Let me let me party a little bit. Pat myself on the back. (laughs) And then go to bed. You know, that works for me. Well, party a little bit sometimes. Yeah, exactly. Single mom One style, day. you know? Heck yeah. Heck yeah. <laughs> Chocolate covered raspberries. Mm-hmm. That's the way to go. Yep. Um, what, what I like to do, and my therapist and I, we call it safe chocolate time. And this is something that might, it might be useful for people. I really like the little Ghirardelli squares that come individually wrapped because Mm. if you have like one square that's wrapped, you can just eat one square. It's not like you've opened a whole thing. And like the other like 10 squares are staring at you and they're like, eat us too. Uh That makes so much sense. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's so genius. Eat me too. Eat me too. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, that's so brilliant. I love that. Yeah. 
So that's, so, that's one of my little tricks up my oh. sleeve. I have a lot of tricks up my sleeve, but yeah. So over time, um, and for me, it's been really slow going. As I said before, whatever was ailing me, the mm-hmm. rheumatoid arthritis, the inflammation, it is very severe. And so let's see, I started my journey in 2017. At the time of this recording, it is the year of our Lord 2022 <laughs> with all the goodness that it brings. <laughs> and probably I still have probably about like 90 pounds to lose. Mm-hmm. I still have bad days where I feel so tired and sick that I can't get off the couch, but those are rare. Those are very amazing. Maybe maybe once every four or five months. Most of the time. Wow. I have energy to do things. Wow. Wow. And it's so that means you're, you were healing your body from a cellular level. Mm -hmm. Like you were repairing your cells ability to make energy. Yes. Not yes. just from like a, oh, I'm going to lose weight by just cutting back my calories. But like you were healing from a yes. cellular level. Exactly. And for Amazing. me, yeah. you know, back in the day when I was exercising so hard, I really just wanted to lose weight. And now it's like, no, no, no. I want to be able to do a thing. I want mm-hmm. to be able to have the energy mm-hmm. to both go grocery shopping yeah. and yes. cook dinner yes. in one day. Yes. And I went from a really low point in 2018 I had a really, um, I had a really hard miscarriage experience and I almost died. And afterwards I was so sick and so lacking energy that I like just walking to my mailbox made me feel like I was going to throw up. I was so tired. And my friend had to come over while my husband was at work and she had to like get me a glass of water and like help me walk to the bathroom. And I had already started my health journey. So luckily I was already in it and mm-hmm. on a good path. Yeah. And so I was able to stay in it. It was just a little harder, but um, I basically had to build myself back up from zero. Wow. I could not do anything at that time. Wow. And even so, I still kept progressing and things started kept getting better. And so now where I'm at, I still wouldn't say that I have as much energy or stamina as a quote unquote healthy person, Mm -hmm. but I can do things. I can do my life. It gets better every day. It's absolutely wonderful. And I was going to post this on the Facebook page, but I thought I'd wait to tell you until today. One thing I just didn't mention at all today is that I've had terrible PCOS. I haven't had a period in the past 10 years Mm -hmm. other than being, having a forced period with drugs when I did a Mm -hmm. fertility treatment. Mm -hmm. And I, okay. This is crazy, but I think the last piece of the puzzle was me buying my own exercise bike to have in my apartment. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I had been eating great, doing my creamy cauliflower soup all the time because that's a great way to get in your veggies, you know, Mm -hmm. just continually working on things, improving things. But then about two weeks after I got my exercise bike and I've been having a lot of fun with it, I absolutely love it. I got a period. Amazing. Amazing. It's amazing how that exercise piece kicks in people's periods all the time. I'm not kidding. Like people do well with nutrition and then they start going to the gym and then they're pregnant. It levels out hormones, right? It's so Uh amazing. Uh And it's not over exercising. You're not over exercising. You're having fun with it, right? I'm having fun. And yeah, exactly. And then I was like, okay, this might just be a fluke. Who knows? So I'm not going to get all excited. And then a month later, I had a second period. Amazing. Wow. Period, you guys. What? Period. No way. Wow. That's what amazing. a testament to the power of healing and food and your amazing. health. And just like this whole body healing, not even just from like a food perspective, but like I think just your enthusiasm for life. Just yeah. talking about every the more that you just share about just how excited you are and enthusiastic yeah. you are and just like falling in love with life and your body is just getting mm-hmm. back in sync. I love yeah, that. exactly. And I am in a really, okay. So long story mm-hmm. short, my husband works at the U S embassy in Guatemala. So mm-hmm. I am coming at you from Guatemala today. Oh my I gosh. should have led with that. It's very interesting. Wow. I remember when you moved there, wasn't it like two um, years ago or a year ago? It was, it was like a year and a half ago, mm-hmm. okay, it was, was November close. 2020. Mm-hmm. And so I'm in a very, and I know not, I am super, super blessed because not everybody is in a position where they get to just 
have fun and explore beautiful tropical plants mm-hmm. and live their best life and mm-hmm. go out to brunch with their friends all the time. Like yeah. I live a very low stress life right now. Awesome. And I think that that also has been a huge contributor Good. to how much better I've been feeling Good. because instead of like in, so up until we came to Guatemala, my life has basically been like, Hmm, let's pile on one trauma after another. Let's have a very hard childhood. Let's, you know, let's go to college, which is just absolutely traumatic as fun as it is. It's one trauma after another. Let's do really stressful jobs. Let's just overload you with cortisol. But now just, I have been living Jasmine's best life and (laughs) really stress-free and also continuing to work on eating healing foods. Amazing. And I don't need to take Zypan anymore. My stomach is making its own hydrochloric acid. Heck yeah. and yeah. I, like, and just to kind of like test it, I did take some Zypan the other day. Oh, and I was like, oh, this doesn't feel good. And so I know Amazing. that I'm digesting, my digestive system is working. So I'm getting all those nutrients from the yes. healing foods that I'm eating. Yes. And it's Amazing. just amazing. And so, so good. wow. 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 Beautiful. If I had like, if I had to sum up my experience, it's that you can freaking do it. Like I truly didn't want to be alive because my body hurt and just being alive stunk. It was terrible. And you know, some people think they might start the program and say, okay, I'm really sick. I want to be perfectly healthy in six weeks. Well, I'm on year five of my journey Mm -hmm. and I've still, you know, I'm still not what I would consider in a perfect situation. And so just know that your body has its own timeline, but, but you're enjoying the journey too. Like you've enjoyed it. You've gone nice and slow, like slow and steady wins the race. And you weren't like, yeah, let's do delivery set. And, but you were just like, I'm going to try this and try that. And, and it still worked and it was still enough. Right. Uh Like, and yes, Yes. it might've been a slower timeline, but it's the one that worked for you. And it was sustainable because this is a lifestyle change. It's a lifestyle makeover. It's not a temporary diet plan that you follow. Like you've Once integrated you learn, this. Like you can't go back. Now you're like, yes. I'm never going to go back. Cause now like I created this life. Yes. It's so yep. worth it. It's so worth it. And like every day I am able to feel good and enjoy my life. Mm. And I'm able to help yes. other people feel good and enjoy my life. Yes. And like, and I want to like pay it forward because one thing I always use when I was just kind of beginning my journey, I would text you guys and I'd be like, Oh my gosh, thank you so much. I'm so like, thank you for helping me with this question or thank you for giving me this knowledge. And one thing Tristan would always say to me is Jasmine, thank yourself. You are the one doing the hard work. And so I kind of want to like pay it forward for Tristan. Thank you. Thank you for doing that. I'm so glad that you've mentioned him so many times on this because like he was just, he's such a phenomenal human being. You know, when you're saying, Oh, we answered all the questions on the Facebook group. I'm like, that was Tristan. It was all his brilliance. He was a walking, talking encyclopedia and someone would ask a question and he gave you like two pages worth of like, and that all just came from his brain. It wasn't even copy paste, you know? Yeah. Like he always had the answer. And if he didn't, he would figure it out for you. And I know that like without his experiences and all that you guys went through, like I wouldn't have been able to have my healing experience. Oh, so it's, wow. it's, it's like it's beautiful. I'm like, going to cry in every guys, podcast. <laughs> you guys are really special to me. And Tristan is really special to me. And I always see him in the rainbows. Oh, thank you. Sorry, <laughs> it's okay. I'm just I'm looking at you, and I have these three pictures of him in front of me too. Like I'm looking at my computer, right behind the computer is a picture of him and my daughter, and him and Tennyson, and then him and me. And so it's just, yeah, it's just another thank you, Tris. You know, yeah. I'm he, so thankful yeah. every single day. Oh, because now that my body is much healthier, now that I know what to do, like my life is worth living. And I know that it's not just me, it's so many more people who have had a similar experience. And it's so special. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you for sharing your story. Wow, Gina, you're going to have to close this up. Yeah. <laughs> 
I, I thank you that for sharing so that. And what a beautiful honor. What a yeah. way to what really amazing. honor Tristan. And I think that it makes it so special that you're willing to share so vulnerably and so authentically and just really show up as yourself in, in a world where we're just filled with transformation Tuesdays, right? Like, (laughs) you know, it's like to really dig and talk about like the truth of what the journey looks like, but to like give people the courage to be brave that it is so worth it to go in and, and really yeah. So thank you for just showing up so vulnerably and authentically in yourself and really sharing the intimate parts of yourself in the journey. I think what you've brought to everyone's uh, attention is that healing can be fun and it can be in flow and it can be easy. It's not hard. It's not, it's not hard work. You just need intention behind it. You know, mm-hmm. like dig into your why, why am I doing this? You know, and it's, mm-hmm. it's going to be a little uncomfortable at first just a little but like it can be wonderful it could be the best thing it will be the best thing you ever do for yourself mm-hmm. it's such and a I gift that you give yourself one of the things that you guys have said on the podcast multiple times that really sticks with me and that I always say to myself is don't say oh I have to eat my vegetables today say I get to do this I yes. get to heal yes. today I get <laughs> to make I get to try a yummy new recipe yes. and I I get to go fun on my walk. I yes. get to have fun doing my exercise bike today. Mm-hmm. I get to do this. What a good life. What yes. a good opportunity. What oh. a good, a good way to heal and grow. Wow. From suicidal ideation to where you are, Jasmine, you are such yeah. a phenomenal example to people that healing happens. It does. Yes. It happens yes. in the vibrational frequency of love and joy and excitement it can be slow. It still works when it's slow and steady. Like it still works, but you just have to go. You have to go with it and, and know that you're worth it. You're worth the changes. Any last pieces of advice you want to give to listeners before we log off here today? Just believe that you can do it because you can. Yeah. If Johnny and Tristan did it, then I can do it. And if I can do it, then everyone else can do it too. And what that means might be different for everyone. Like I said, I'm still not what I would consider in a perfect body, but I'm doing all the things I need to do. And I've made myself healthy enough to live my life Mm -hmm. and feel good and be happy. And so I love that you can do it too. I, it reminds me of that song. If I can learn to do it, you can learn to do it. We can learn yeah. to do it. There's nothing to it. Where's that from? <laughs> it's a movie. What from movie, a movie. Um, oh, I'm going to have to. <laughs> there's probably like a thousand people. It's like, it's this movie, you guys. Um, I know. I know. It's probably like something like Mary Poppins or something. So yeah. um, anyways, anyways, listeners, thank you so much for listening. Hopefully Jasmine inspired you today to take a leap of faith in yourself to know that you can heal like your body was designed to heal. And so uh, all we need to do is sometimes get out of our own way. Jasmine, we love you. Thank you, Gina. You are the best co-host on the face of the planet. (laughs) Thank you, Tristan, for being the catalyst for whatever movement this is and how it's turning and what it's turning into. And listeners, thank you. Thank you for listening and always being in here and tuning in and sharing it with your friends and family. So So much gratitude. So much. Until next time, you guys. Thank you for listening to the Gutsy Health Podcast. We hope you enjoyed and learned a lot from this episode. For more updates, follow us on Instagram at Gutsy Health Podcast.